is the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. The Cliffo and Bronte podcast, and it's a Thursday morning, which is very late to say it's the first one of the week that features half of the title hey, of the podcast. She's back. Yeah. It's been very weird saying it's the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. Minus the Bronte. Oh, I'm sorry for three days. I'll I'll yeah. give you three days worth of energy. No, you won't. I absolutely won't. And but we don't want that, to be honest. It's, I'll die and too you'll much. die. It's too much. <laughs> uh, oh, man, this is why I shouldn't file my notes. That's I've, right. I filed my notes I'll talk um, to you. before I'll let we've you even know. talked about what's on the pod. Yeah, tell us. So what's your faves? Something that I brought to us before I got sick with COVID mm. at the end of last week. Oh, this was great. Was after I went to Brisbane, which is where I think I got COVID. Mm. Mm-hmm. I went to the airport and I heard an announcement that we debated on the show. Was yeah. it a robot or was it real? Yeah. Like, was it a real person or a robot that did it? We play it yeah. and you guys decide. It's weird. It's I don't know. the most ridiculous debate you will ever be part of. Yeah, welcome to the show. But, yeah, that's Cliff on Bronte. That's right on brand. <laughs> that's us, baby. Uh, Kyle Felt from the Cowboys on the air. Uh, also... Let's talk about the Last of Us binging oh. thing. Oh. Big drama in the whole boy. Like this is the biggest drama in the boyfriend stakes. Yeah, it's been um, uh, lately involving the biggest show in the world right now. And so. the fact that I wasn't supposed to watch it while he was away, yeah. and the update that I have for that. We've been hanging out for this update. It's coming up. <laughs> the Cliff and Bronte podcast. This is your sick fix at six. I'm glad that I'm coming back to the show with some really highbrow quality content that I think yeah. everyone in Queensland is really going to appreciate. Haven't been on for a week. Comes back with something <laughs> yeah. that's going to put you off your wheat bix. First break of the show. Well, this is... I mean, the idea of the thing itself isn't sick. It's what it's modelled after that would be considered sick. So I love a staycay. I don't know about you. I love, no, I don't need to go far away, but just staying in any kind of hotel or Airbnb, like that is the idea of a perfect weekend. Ideally, if you live near an island, that's the best staycay for me. You've got a little bit of ocean. Yes. Between you and the mainland, Mm. you know? Well, there might be a breeze coming through um, this hotel room, but it might not be the type of breeze that you'd like because a adventurous establishment in Belgium has just unveiled a butt-shaped hotel room. A butt-shaped hotel room. In, in, like, specifically, like, the, like, the insides of, like, the actual... Oh, the anus. The anus. Yeah, okay. The casa anus is what they're calling it. And uh, it, it, it comes with everything that you would want in a hotel room, like clean, crisp hotel sheets, and there's a shower and uh, running water and electric heating. But it is shaped like that. Like that. Like that. And it's really... Why, Bronte? Like, what's the <laughs> advantage of staying in a hotel room shaped like an A large enormous... intestine. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, you can book it out. Maybe the price. It's only $190 per night. So uh, you're guaranteed a very memorable stay. It's over in Belgium, as we said, part of a sculpture park. And um, it's very, it's in its own deserted field as part of this sculpture park. And I started off as an art installation. Again, I don't understand art. Maybe this is art. But they decided to convert it into a hotel room. What is art? (laughs) You know what? (laughs) I don't think it's a large intestine with an anus on the end of it. But that's just me. That's just me. Belgium can be cold. (laughs) At least it'd be warm. It looks quite cozy. Smelly. Smelly room, but warm. (laughs) 
producer Alicia's maps in a minute. Even being down and out with Corona round two couldn't get me to watch <laughs> 17 hours wow. of maths. God, do you remember having sick days from school as kids? Mm. And I mean, back then we didn't have 50,000 streaming. No. Sites, so it was daytime TV. Oprah Winfrey. Ready, steady, cook. Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. Oh, God, it was the best. But back to maths. <laughs> You've been watching it. You I haven't have been, been sick. Yes. And we get to hear a week's worth of Married at First Sight in 60 seconds, which yes. is just perfect. And it was hard us. this week because there's been a lot going on with you a lot of different couples. They were yeah. retreating. They were in a retreat. They were retreating. Week, right? <laughs> yeah, they, they were retreat, retreating. Retreat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gave us a little like teaser in our meeting before. Mm. So I'm, I'm, my interest has been peaked. The teaser slightly. went for a lot longer than 60 yeah, seconds. It does. Can <laughs> producer Alicia wrap the week? that was on Married at First Sight in 60 seconds. You good to go? Yeah. Go, girl. Okay. Time starts now. At the commitment ceremony, Sandy and Dan write leave and Taylor writes leave while husband Hugo chose to stay, resulting in Taylor often leaving the ceremony. This week, everyone goes away on a retreat and on the first night, the girls tell Bronte that she's being manipulated by Harrison mm. and Taylor reveals that she's actually very sexual in relationships. Mm. Bronte demands an apology from Melinda for calling a relationship out and she tells Mel to check in with her husband as he's been bad-mouthing their relationship to the boys. However, this was just a lie that Harrison had told Bronte. Alyssa and Duncan argue as Alyssa says she needs someone more attentive to her needs. Melinda and Leighton confront Harrison and Bronte and the whole group reveals that they think that their relationship is fake. Hugo finally stands up for himself, resulting Taylor walking away. The dinner party begins with a surprise breakup. Harrison had texted Bronte that things were over between them. Taylor's texts Claire to say that she's gone back to Tassie and it's up to Claire to tell husband Hugo why she's absent. The whole group confront Harrison about his motives and Claire cops the heat back with Harrison once again lying. Jesse is visibly shook as he reveals that he himself has questioned Claire's intentions. Taylor rocks up midway through the party claiming that she wants to give Hugo another chance and he politely breaks up. <laughs> Two words left. <laughs> Two words. That's close enough. Well done. Good job. Two things to unpack. Yes, a lot to unpack. If you really want to get away from someone, you know a relationship's over when they go back to Tasmania. Yeah. <laughs> There's no yeah. coming back from that. Well, yeah, so she, she ran away to Tasmania after they all came back from the retreat. Um, she only told one of the other wives. She didn't tell her own husband. Um, and then midway through the dinner party, she just rocked up again and said, Hugo, I want to give you another chance. And he said, mm. no, thank you. The other takeaway for me was um, Harrison yes. breaking up, I say in advertent comments, with yeah. Bronte. Yeah, which was a complete shock because they'd spent the entire uh, retreat uh, defending their relationship and saying, this relationship's real, we're in love with each other, blah, 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 blah. And then he texted her to break um, up with her. But on, but texting to break up too. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. full on brand. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Harrison, Harrison seems like such a non-toxic, lovely guy. Lovely yeah. guy. Is he single? <laughs> I don't know if uh, you're in the same boat as me, Cliffo, but I'm still reeling from this week's episode of The Last of Us. We've talked about this show quite a bit. It's taken over our lives, similar to Game of Thrones back in the day. It's only released once a week. There's only nine episodes in this first season. We just had number eight. So one episode to go. One episode to go. Yesterday I was talking to producer Alicia about this and she's like, oh, I haven't signed up to binge Mm. because I want to binge them all sort of back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll be honest, like a pang of anger came across me (laughs) 
that she is going to get to experience yeah. the pure joy of the greatest television show, I think, in many years. A hundred percent. she's going to get to watch it back to back where I've waited every way. It's taken over our lives. And like, as I mentioned to you, I'm paying for my first streaming service in Binge so I can bloody watch this thing. Good on you. Thank you so much as a 30-year-old. What a Finally paying for it. Good, good on you. Oh, thank what a hero. you. But what I thought was more heroic was in the two weeks that my boyfriend Dylan was away, mm. we had a debate on the show whether or not I could keep watching it while he was gone mm. because it wasn't my fault he was going away and this amazing TV show was continuing. But you and everybody out there called mm. in and said, nope. You've got to wait. Well, I actually, if you remember correctly, I actually said you're allowed to watch it, Uh. but what he doesn't know won't hurt him, so don't tell him. Just pretend, and then you have to sit through the episodes again and (laughs) And watch it again. Well, that was your opinion, but the overall consensus was no, wait wait. till he gets back. And so before I got sick, which was like on Saturday, Mm. on Friday, finally we were going to watch like three weeks worth of episodes because it was the two he was away and we had already like already missed one. God, that's heaven. Yeah. I was like, it's three hours of this amazing TV show. So we're about to sit down and watch and I was like, just so you know, like I I have not watched any of this and I'm so excited to, to watch it. He's like, oh, I don't know. He's like, do we? I, I just, I'm just not into it. <gasps> what? <laughs> Like I just, like I, don't know I know you said before he's like a bouncing little bunny rabbit. Like he can't sit still. He's, he's always energizer be- bunny. Yeah, and he was no, like, no, it's the best show in the world, man. But not even that. I mean, yeah. Uh, what's wrong with his taste that he doesn't think The Last of Us is an incredible TV show? But more that he was like, you could have, you could have watched it. Like you could have well, watched. You, I, I were you were like, you could have just not come back from Japan. <laughs> Alpha Bucks is back tomorrow morning, Friday the tenth of March. I, I I've already put my notes oh, away. I filed them. Worry. Have I've you got it? Got it right here. I was just thinking how bloody close we got with Cat mm. today. Nine out of ten with Cat. Kazoo's a tough thing to know as an instrument for K. Name an instrument starting with K. Mm-hmm. Kazoo or kettle drum was the two examples we had, which I thought so was rough. extremely like tough. And now That's just working one. our way either up or down the alphabet A B C D. Take your time. Working our way Work back up the alphabet. Right, yeah. um, from K, we're going to J tomorrow, Friday, for Jamaica. You're Jamaican me crazy. Did you know I've got Jamaican relatives? Do you? Yeah, my Oma, my grandma on my mm. dad's side, she was born in Brooklyn, but her mother was from Jamaica. Mm. And one of my aunties back in the day was Miss Jamaica. Wow, a beautiful country. Great at bobsledding. <laughs> Jamaica. J is your letter. Jamaica, your free answer for tomorrow's alphabet. So last week I travelled to Brisbane and had to take a train down to the Gold Coast so I could see Harry Styles with my mother. Yeah, got COVID. Not, got COVID don't do that somewhere again. on that journey. No more midweek excursions. Thank <laughs> you very much. That's what I get for leaving the house, honestly. <laughs> Um, yeah, I assume it was probably in Brisbane Airport at some point where I, I got sick again. Um, but that wasn't what I was concerned about while I was there. On the Wednesday, when I was waiting for my flight back home, I noticed something about an announcement that was going on. And I don't know if it was the two hours sleep or maybe just my normal mental state, but I was like... That's not a person. That's that's right. a, that's an AI. That's not so a. This is after the Harry Styles concert. Yeah, this so is very. A, yeah, 
Yeah, like you said, real lack of sleep. Lack of sleep. Waiting for my flight back home. Yeah. So just waiting at the gate. I could see the gate and there was not somebody making this announcement like at the desk. Right. So I recorded it. You thought it was automated. I, I... Think this is AI, but I recorded this it. This is for where you. Bronte's mind is when she's <laughs> tired. That's not a lot of sleep, guys. That there are robots taking over. So I'm going to play it for you. You haven't heard this. So we're going to. I'm going to pick if this is a robot or a person or a person, and we'll want your Leash, opinions as well. Have you heard this? Okay, Leash, you you buzz in at the end and tell us what you think as well. Okay, okay. and then also let us know thirteen ten sixty is oh, this. Oh, everyone! A, I want everyone's okay. opinion. I'm, as much as I appreciate you two, I just... Is this that important? It was at the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 131060, uh, we're going to do this. It's yeah. a whole thing. Yeah. Call us and tell us. And I, I deliberately haven't listened to this. I sure. wanted to hear it with everyone at the same time. So uh, call us and tell us if this is a robot or a human. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Big moment. <laughs> We would now like to invite all economy class passengers to come forward for boarding. Please have your boarding pass ready for inspection. Oh. Sorry for all the background noise. It's obviously an airport. <laughs> Can we play it one more time? Because there is a bit of background noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Listen I feel like something of this importance, we need to be very clear on it, guys. Yeah, yeah. So one more time. We would now like to invite all economy class passengers to come forward for boarding. Please have your boarding pass ready for inspection. Please have your boarding yeah. pass ready for inspection. See, it does remind me of when I was working at Bilo. And I used to be the night manager. Okay. And I desperately wanted to get into radio. And being the manager who was in charge of closing at night time, yeah. you'd want to get rid of all the chickens. Sure. And being as in like the, a say, as in the roast chickens. As in the roast chickens. And being the guy who desperately wanted to be on the radio, I would get on like the speaker and I'd be like, attention shoppers. Okay. Roast chickens are now half price in the deli. Just repeating. So I really took my job as, you know, the in-store announcer way too seriously. That's a really good story. Is that a robot or a human yeah, though? Okay. This has been plaguing so me I, for a week. It's either a robot or it's a person who was doing me, who was, do you know what I mean? Taking okay. it way too seriously. I'm, I'm going to go with it was automated. You reckon? I think it was automated. Okay, an automated one. Uh, produ- uh, she's taking calls now. Leash, can you quickly tell us what did you think? Was it... Uh... No, she's talking to Ian. She's, she's saying it's... <laughs> oh, she's typing. Real person, she thinks. She thinks a real person. No. Uh... We would now like to invite all economy class passengers to come forward for boarding. Please have your boarding pass ready for inspection. But I should say, like, at the beginning, they're like, you know, when this is for this Jetstar flight travelling here, like, mm. it is specific. It was specific to oh, the flight. To the I just didn't get that in time. I just got the, the bit at the end. Oh, maybe Leash is right then. 131060, give us a call. Uh, we have to get to the bottom of this. Yes. Real person or automated message. Uh, there are surprisingly a lot of people who want to weigh in to get to the Thank bottom of this. God. And the first one is Barry. Barry, how are you? Good, Cliffo. How are you? Mate, a little stressed, to be honest. I feel like we are all dragged into Bronte's mindset AI or real person <laughs> dilemma here. Um, you're going to help us get to the bottom of it. Um, robot or real person? Uh, I'm going to try. Mate, I, I think that's AI for sure. You reckon? I think robot. Was it the inflection? Yeah, look, I've started... 
Oh, definitely. I mean, like, I used to be in radio, and you know, we we do put a little bit of emphasis on our on our stuff, but that sounds like it was very much programmed. And I've only just started using that chat GTP, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the the results that come out of that thing are just so uh, convincing. So really? I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's if that's a robot. Yeah, for me, it's the fact that she said the specific flight yeah. that had me thinking, you know, it can't be a recording. And there, yeah. You wouldn't think they'd have that many recordings. And there were, you know, there were the stewards and stewardesses up at the gate. Yeah. I didn't see them doing the announcement, but they're all there. Because often you do see them lean over the little mic. Exactly. Uh, Tish is here. What do you think? Robot or real? I actually believe it's real because if you go to ring a doctor's appointment or anything like that, your voice changes because you want to be more polite. And I think she was doing it slowly just so that it got to everyone. Okay. That's what I thought as well. Like just as you were saying, when you work, when you want to speak clearly, you speak slowly and maybe inflect too much. Two callers there at loggerheads. Mm-hmm. So far, we do not have a common ground. Um, but Ian, you used to work in the airline industry, so you can shed a. <gasps> you said this, Bronte. You need someone. Yes. So you used to work in the airline industry, so you should know Ian. Yep. Definitely. What do you reckon, robot or real? I think it's probably an automated one because if you think about it. Um, if they can do automated PAs, then it probably means they only need to have one person at the gate because your boarding pass is generally on your phone these days. So if you want to reduce your staff numbers, that will be a way of doing it. Automated messages. He's, he's not wrong. And also because like Jetstar has that like little pocket end of Brisbane Airport, yeah. like basically all the regional flights come yeah, out of there. That one spot there. They wouldn't have to. And you, you spoke very clearly and concise yourself. You're not a robot, are you? <laughs> Well, you never know. I am not a robot. Can you beat Bronte? I need to ask you some questions. All right, she's back. It's worth 50 bucks cash. Standing in Bronte's way today is Angie, the school tuck shop lady. Can you still get little pizza rounders? No, we make fantastic mini pizzas, which aren't many. (laughs) Is your tuck shop, Angie, a healthy tuck shop? Of course. (laughs) God, we've come a long way from the microwave pizzas, haven't we? Right, the pizza pockets. Pizza pockets, man. Oh, yum, and slush puppies. I will say your homemade pizza sounds pretty good, though. It does, it does. All right, Langers, for the first time this week, into the soundproof booth you go... And Angie, for you, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock, okay? Okay. Good luck. Your time starts now. How many days are there in March? 30. What is the name of Britney Spears' younger sister? Pass. What do insomniacs have trouble doing? Sleeping. What is at the centre of our solar system? Earth. Who discovered the law of gravity? Oh, gosh, pass. What is Britney's younger sister's name? (laughs) Didn't come to you? She was kind of floating around as, I think, like when Britney was getting big. She was like Ah. a star on the Disney Channel or Nickelodeon or Ah. something like that. But Don't say anything. Don't say anything. La, 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 la. Well done. 
Okay, okay Bronnie, it's the same five questions, and as you know, it's 30 seconds on the clock. I do, yes. Your time starts now. How many days are there in March? 31. What is the name of Britney Spears' younger sister? Jamie Lynn. What do insomniacs have trouble doing? Sleeping. What is at the centre of our solar system? Uh, Jupiter? Who discovered the law of gravity? Isaac Newton. Oh, I didn't think you could name that for that one. <laughs> I've watched a lot of TikTok okay. over the last couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you got five answers out there. I think I'm dumb with space. Right. I think I know what I, I think I know what the answer is. Yeah, the space one. Yeah. Let's just say no stupid. one fared well in the space stupid. one. Uh, producer Alicia, how did we go? Uh, there are 31 days in March, which Bronte got correct. Angie guessed 30, which was incorrect. Ooh. Jamie Lynn Spears is Britney's youngest sister. Bronte got that one correct. Jamie, uh, Angie passed, sorry. Uh, insomniacs have trouble sleeping. Both of you got that one correct. The sun is at the centre yes. of the solar system. Both of you got that one wrong. Come yeah. on. <laughs> All the planets go around the sun. Yes. And what Isaac are you, what, are you, what are you doing, you two? I don't know. Angie, the sun. Yeah. Angie works in a school. Come on, Angie. You should know. Yeah, Angie. Tuck shop. Oh, still. And uh, Isaac Newton discovered gravity, which Bronte got one correct. Arguably, the tuck shop is the sun of the school. Oh, my God. Like, that's where. You know, you are the high happens. point, Angie, of so yeah. many people's days, right? <laughs> And there are 30 days in March. Just an extra one that I didn't get. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We can get rid of that yeah, sometimes. Yeah, but I still won. So We're woo! over the quiz now, Angie. We're just appreciating you and your sick pizzas <laughs> at the Tuck Shop. You're a legend, Angie. Call us back anytime, mate. Thanks. Uh, you missed a big day yesterday, mate. You missed International Women's Day I 2023. Know. You're spewing. Um, because you are, I think you're a very successful and inspirational woman. So it would have been good to have you on. Thank you so much. But lucky for me, you're easily replaced. (laughs) (laughs) And lucky for me, I am surrounded by, I think, inspirational, successful women. Yes, you are. I was kind of spewing about this um, on Tuesday afternoon it was. Mm -hmm. And I was at home and thinking, oh, what am I going to do? How are we going to cover this? And I look up and I see my wife and I'm like, inspirational, successful woman who has climbed the corporate world. She has, yeah. In a a male-dominated sort of industry. And I just hit record and, yeah, had a really great chat with her. Mm. And you can get that on our podcast on Listener. I had a listen. It was very lovely. Loved it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, there's an extra download too, so that's all good. (laughs) (laughs) However, an eagle-eyed listener named Jackson has since slid into my DMs. And Jackson noticed a little something about the chat with Michelle. And you can go and hear this, like we say, just go to the Cliff and Bronte podcast on Listener if you want to hear it for yourself. But Jackson writes, Hey, Cliffo, great chat with your wife and kid today. Yeah. Tiny thing, not sure if you noticed, but when you told your wife you love her at the end, all she said was, thank you, in return. <laughs> And I did at the end. I was like, um, oh, you, you're great. You yeah. are an inspirational woman. Yeah. Thank you so much. I love you. And Michelle's yeah. like, thank you. <laughs> um, Jamie uh, Jackson rather writes, uh, brutal. Love the show from Jackson. Oh, Jackson. Uh, thanks, Jackson. Yeah, a bit of a uh, for turd sandwich there. Love the show. Yeah. Great segment. Your wife really might not love it? you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you do a good radio show. But also, there you go. 
eat this sandwich. <laughs> okay. Um, um, it's been a bit to process. I'm sure, Mich- I am sure, let's just get this on record, that Michelle does in fact love me. Uh, she, I've heard her say it. She does say I love you quite frequently. I think she was saying more thank you because I was like, you are an inspirational, incredible woman. Yes, yes. And I love you. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And I think what she would probably do if there was a re-edit would say, thank you. I love you too. Yes, she was acknowledging the compliment that you That's had right. given her at the start of the sentence rather than acknowledging the entire sentiment. Yeah, and and her sentence. talking about herself is not natural as no, well. Like no, she no, was she's a humble gal. Not 100%, you know, comfortable the whole time as well too. So there was a lot going on. Okay. Uh, but... <laughs> Did get me thinking. Thirteen ten sixty. Who didn't return the "I love you"? Like, oh. and I'm thinking here it would be particularly first "I love yous." Oh no! So who has been in a situation where an "I love you" has been dropped, and in response you got crickets? Maybe not Duck crickets. It. Maybe there was just a, a they replied something that wasn't "I love you too" or "I love yeah. you as well." Like what? What did they say that well, wasn't I love you? Producer Alicia said on uh, the TV show, on the sitcom New Girl, it mm. happened, and someone said to, is, I think it's Jesse. The, the yeah, I think Jess said Jessie? to Nick or one, uh, one way or the other. I think he said, yeah. I, I don't know, I don't watch this show, but I think he said, I love you, and she just went, and gave like thumbs up. Finger guns. Thanks. That's a tough. <laughs> that's a t- It's always so nerve-wracking. Like being the first person to say I love you as part of a new relationship, there's a lot of pressure on that. Mm. And you you genuinely hopefully get to a stage where you think the person will say, I love you too, or I love you back. But sometimes, sometimes it doesn't happen that way. Leash, what was the other one? You watch too many sitcoms. What was the one from Friends? (laughs) I do. Ross and Mona on Friends. And Ross says, I love you. And Mona says, and I love spending time with you. Oh, snap. Oh, no, no, no. Come on, this has got to happen to someone. Surely. Or even if you've just heard the story, you were witness to it. God, if you overheard it, great. Yes. But 131060, when has an I love you been dropped and any anything other than I love you too was yeah. said back? Yeah, anything. What was the brutal response to I love oh, you? Oh, no. Craig is here. Craig, what's yours? Worst response to I love you, mate? Well... I said to the wife after work one day, I love you, and oh, the words I got back were, you better. You better. Was that the first time you'd ever said it to her, Craig? The third or fourth time I said it to her, and I got, <laughs> you better, as an answer. Oh, was that only, the, like, was she your wife at that stage, or? Yes. Oh, God, okay. Well, you don't you don't say it enough, Craig, no, I don't think. No, you need to, No, Craig. no. Like, oh, no, but it's, I do say it enough, but uh, it's know. just a case of, she goes, I love you more or you better. I don't know, Craig. I don't think she does love you, mate. (laughs) No, she loves him more. That's why. I'd start looking around. Uh, Amelia, you're next. Amelia, worst response to I love you. What'd you get? I actually said thank you back. <gasps> for the for the first time, the first time he said the it. first time we had been together about a month. Okay, and he's dropped the big L word. Obviously, it was unexpected for you. Definitely. Did you say it out of reflex or did you think about it and didn't want to say it back, so you just said thank you? I kind of paused for a second um, and was a bit gobsmacked. Not sure what to say. Thank you. And then he said, 
lovely manners. <laughs> yes. Are you still? Are they still together? Oh, yeah. Good question. Are you still together? Yes, ten years this year. Okay. Oh, do you love him? <laughs> I do very oh, much. Good. Thank you. Good. Uh, John is next. John, worst response you got to "I love you"? Yeah, she said, "Oh, I love me too." Oh. I love me too. I mean, self love's important, but. Oh no! I, I tell you what, she made me laugh, though. You know. <laughs> yeah. You still with yeah. this woman? Joel? Yeah, I'm still with her. We're engaged. Oh, oh good. congratulations. What's her name? Uh, her name's Kat. T- turns out everyone loves her. <laughs> even even <laughs> herself. That was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast.